Yo, yo, you already know it's your boy Dave East, man, and this is the Second Win Podcast, you heard? Before we get into this episode, we just want to give a huge shout out to all of our fans and subscribers out there. If you could please hit that subscribe button, like, and comment, we appreciate it. Again, please hit that subscribe, like, and comment button as we continue to build this platform. With that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. There is no way this works that well. <laughs> why, why are you so happy, bro? What you mean? I can't be happy? Nah, you can be happy. You're just a little extra today, though. I'm not being extra. I just got this new thing today that made my boss feel mad smooth. Here, feel this. Damn, that's smooth. It's really like this? That's what it does? That's that manscape, bro. For real, it's like, it's super legit. And last time I didn't use this fool, bro. I was mess. I messed my stuff all the way up. Cut myself up. It was really bad. Manscaped, bro. It's the, it's the real deal. Don't tell me that's that lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's that advanced skin-safe technology that reduces nicks and cuts. They also got ball deodorant and <laughs> you'll you'll like this one. Crop spray toner. Well, bro, where can I get me some? Because I know you got that discount code. Come you on, bro, you already know I got everything. You. And I Falls right around the corner, so you know we need fresh balls. Get 20% off and free shipping using code adversity at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping using code adversity at manscaped.com. As the leaves fall, make sure you have it all with Manscaped. I hope you don't know I'm about to use this Manscaped. You see what's going on. Got that Hello Fresh right to the front door. Number one meal kit in America. I didn't have to sit in line for an hour and a half at the grocery store. Didn't have to spend $90 on a $10 burger on Uber Eats. You know how they charge for all the delivery fees and everything. And it's cheaper than groceries because me and Jarvis got y'all a discount. Second win 50. Go to HelloFresh.com slash second win 50 and get a discount. And I'm gonna even show y'all how to make it later on tonight. Y'all gonna see me chef it up a little bit. You know that song, Adele got where she's like, hello. She just forgot to add the fresh to the end. So I'm gonna show y'all how to really, really, really cook. Me, chef and it up. Hello fresh. I told y'all I'd be back, man. Got the Hello Fresh cheeseburger wraps, 20 minutes to make. Easy instructions, and I can't even make toast, so that's how you know it's easy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash second win to get 50% off again. It's HelloFresh.com slash second win to get 50% off. We got the HelloFresh lettuce wraps. Second win family, what's good, man? Welcome to another episode of the Second Win Podcast. I'm James, per usual, here my brother, Already? Jay Millie, and we done pulled up to New York to do someone who's a legend in the city, man, like talking bar for bar, one of the hardest rappers in New York. Also, someone who's an entrepreneur, who's a businessman, who's an actor, Mr. Don Pablo himself. Yes, sir. <laughs> Mr. Dave East is on the show today. What's goody? What's we up, appreciate man? you coming on here, bro. Thank y'all for having me, oh, bro. Of course, man. Uh, for real, because, you know, last time we saw you was Shit. like a year ago, and, right. and that's when we had first started this up, and me and Jarvis were sitting there. It was the Bob Menery podcast, and we was talking. We was like, bro, we need this dude on the, on the pod. He's real, bro. He's, he's, yeah, he's, 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 real, he's someone bro. who's real, like someone who's genuine, someone who shows up as himself every time he walks in a room. And that's like, that's something that people need to hear because in this generation, motherfuckers don't show up 
like themselves. They be trying to be other people. So right. act was, like somebody else. Yeah. So it was important that you know you got on here. So we appreciate that. No, most definitely. So just starting off, man. You know. Everyone I know from Harlem, they rep Harlem, bro. Real, authentic, and y'all big on loyalty, just right. being around people from Harlem. Like, you growing up here, how has that shaped you to be who you are today? Every every way, man, from the, the way I think, the way I watch people, the way I dress, the way I, just my mindset. I feel like Harlem just give you a different state of mind at an at a, at a earlier age than most places. You know what I'm saying? By the time I was nine, 10 years old, I was already, I felt like an adult, or I had knew so much, so I could go get on the train by myself and just, you know what I mean? Just do, yeah. do an adult shit. shit on my own as a kid. I feel like this New York City in general, but definitely Harlem, um, it do that for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You grow up fast. What What's different from Harlem than everywhere else? Because you know everywhere in New York, like all the boroughs, they rep their shit like everyone's different. They like yeah. it's a different, a different country basically is how right. they act. So what's different than from Harlem than like the Bronx or like, you know, Somewhere the swings, the swings. style, yeah. man, the mentality. The the I feel like everywhere everybody want to get fresh, everybody want to get money, but I just feel like historically, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been way before me, way before any name we can say right now. It been That's what it been, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uptown been known for fast money, fast lifestyle, the, you know what I mean? Luxurious ghetto shit. Like, yeah. That's Harlem. You know, uh, being from Harlem, right, you a kid and you coming up, everybody wants to be a ball player or be a rapper, Facts. right? You were blessed enough to do both at a high level. Like, you, I mean, you was a walking bucket. Like, you averaged 20 and 6 in high school, right? And then you go to college and I'm watching your tape. You coming off the double screen, top of the key, hitting a deep three. I was alright, man. You, yeah, you, you was pulling playing, up. I seen the highlights, bro. <laughs> Real shit. I seen transition. it. I seen you dunking the half court. I'm like, hold on. I was alright. It's man. like he's serious as shit. Like, yeah. And, and like, I got a bad it. attitude, bro. But but besides that, like the mechanics and the, the oh, passion, the love for the game. I, you know, I mean, I still got yeah. that shit in me. Talk about how like how important it was for you as a kid at the time. Like rap wasn't. Your lane, like your lane was ball. You was a hooper hooper for real. Rap was never my lane. I never wanted to be a rapper for real? <laughs> until after basketball didn't work. But like coming up, I never was like, I want to be a rapper. I always loved the style of rappers, seeing Cam and, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, shit like that. Well, I would see certain rappers around, but I never in my mind was like, I'm a rapper because I had been doing the basketball shit. I'm a hooper. All my life, my family, that's all they was invested in. Your nephew's a bucket. He played for Maryland, don't he? Immediate bucket. Jamir Young. Go check him out. Yes, sir. Yeah, I Shout see him. Out. Yeah. You know, I watch basketball heavy. Yeah. So I see him. I heard you talking about him. He's mm -hmm. tough. But I was, you know, that that was like uh, automatic. Like, you ride through Harlem as a park on every every corner, every 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 project, every is, is number of parks here. So it's like that was the, the 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 most exciting shit for me as a as a as a child. Like or like a teenager coming up. And I feel like it kept me out of a lot of shit I might have been in. Yeah. Or, you know, just getting caught up at that age. A lot of my homies, 17, 16, was getting caught up in a bunch of dumb shit. Right. And I'd be away on an AU tournament or... Yep. Yeah, doing a, your thing. A practice. You know what I mean? Like, I, it kept me about the mix for a minute, so... I, I always loved ball. Yeah, when you finally got your scholarship, did you feel like, I, I like, I'm here. Like, I'm, I'm doing this shit for real now. The scholarship, hell yeah. Yeah. I, for one, I knew my mom's and them one guy had to pay no money. It's a blessing. Huge so that blessing. in itself, I knew that was like, all right, I did enough to, but now I could go to school for free. Because mm -hmm. you know, high school at that time, especially me being an athlete, that's that was the conversation. Like, what school yeah. you going to? 
So um, I got two free scholarships. One to Richmond, got kicked out of there. Then I got another free ride to um, Towson in Baltimore. Damn. Yeah. So I, God was giving me the opportunity to, to fuck up and get back, but it just wasn't, you know what I mean? My attitude at that time wasn't right. And as, yeah. you, and as you just mentioned, you know, you go to Richmond, end up slapping the dog shit out the coach. Right. <laughs> Heard about that. You get, you know, you get kicked out. You go to Townsend, um, and then you get in some trouble. Obviously, you get in trouble uh, having possession with the gun, and you get locked up. How was your mindset through all that, like the transition from going from school to school and then getting locked up? How was your mindset I after was, that? I was tight, bro. Like, damn. I just threw all this shit away. Because I knew at that time, like, jail ain't mixed with trying to get back in no school. Yeah. So I, my, I don't know. It was just, I always be thinking forward. Like, I was tight, but I was like, all right, what I'm going to do? What I'm going to get into next? And I didn't immediately say rap. But I knew that was something I was good at or something I felt like I could do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you get in trouble, like, with the, you know, after you transfer, you get in trouble at Towson, whatever. You do your, what was it, six months or something like that? Yeah, yep. Six months and be more. When you get out, how quick was it that you was like, I'm about to start rapping? And how fast was it where you were like, I'm nice at this shit. Like, I could do this shit for real. Like, how, how soon did that happen? With rap, um, probably in that next year. That quick? Yeah, when I came back to New York, my uh, I had homies that was kind of already on it. My nigga Dre Mac was already rapping. My man Gutter had a studio set up in his crib, in his closet. Yeah. In the project, so we could go over there, we could rap. Uh, my 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 little bro Soul, he had a he lived on the third floor. I lived on the sixth floor. He lived on the third floor. He had the whole setup. This nigga was like a computer genius. He knew how to like <laughs> code build, and shit. Yeah, you know how to yeah. build that shit and that's me. The Pro Tool inbox. He knew about that and how to you know just connect all that shit. So <laughs> you was talking about it made about, it easy for me. I just had to rap. You was talking about how you like used to put socks and do rags over the on mic the mic yeah. for, the, for the spit for this like just like this like for the pop like you know what yeah. I mean that, all of that we would put a do rag on or the sock t shirt whatever <laughs> nigga could find. So uh, even before you started in your rap career like. Did you ever look back and be like, damn, I wish I took my basketball career way more serious because you had talent. Like, I seen the highlights. Right. You know what I'm saying? You said you just were caught up with so many fucking distractions. Like, do you ever look back and be like, yo, I wish I actually put the time in to get right to take myself to the highest level? Um, nah. Sometimes, but not really. Yeah. I feel like life play out how it's supposed to. I feel like at that point in time in my life, that's what I was supposed to have been doing. Like, mm hmm they kept me out of trouble. My mom's in the man have to pay pay for me to go to school. Uh, I got to travel. I got to really experience a college campus. Um, different races, just different. Just everything was mad different in the hood. Yeah. So I feel like that's something that I um, apply to even the music. Like you know what I mean? Like I know how to deal with people. From I feel like even better from being on a college campus dealing with people. Like, so I feel like I feel like school helped me out. So. And I ain't even get a chance to get all the way through that shit. But the time I was there, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it it um definitely put something on my mind that I could I could keep with me and I could use to navigate out here even with the with the music shit. Yeah. You feel like ball played his this course in your life. Like that was your chapter, you know what I'm saying? It did what it's supposed I, to it do. It definitely could have did more. Like right. I had the opportunity to go overseas, shit like that. But at that time I was just I was I was burnt out, bro. Like yeah. I was like I'm at my second school. This shit's still not working. It's over with. Still beefing with this coach. This is like a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. 
what am I doing? So I right. said, so I ain't want to, I ain't had the energy in me no more to keep trying to, uh, Pursue it. Prove it. I, knew, I It wasn't even me proving to myself. I knew I was nice, but it's like, damn. It's a lot of politics come with ball. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially at that level. Nah, for Depending real. on the type Sports of person you general. are. A lot of, you know what I mean? Look at Kyrie. Kyrie go through all kind of shit. And he's like a role model type of Facts. type of person. Like, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they still put him through shit just because of his mind. His and mentality. His, his, his opinion on shit. Like, yeah. So there's so many politics with them sports. Yeah, you you got to be like the perfect person. Like You right. know what I'm saying? Facts. You talk about like when you was rapping, you was rapping with all your homeboys, right? right. How did you know, like, I'm different, like, I could make it? Like, oh, at nice. what point did you know, like, all right, we all rapping, but, like, I'm, I'm the bull type shit? They was telling me that. For like, real? Even the niggas, the, yeah. See? They was keeping it real with you. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. When you good, you talk about yourself. When you great, they, people talk about you. They was saying it. Like, nigga, you got it, got it. Like, we all doing this shit, but if you take that shit serious, freaky, God bless his soul, my cousin, Malik. He was the first one. Like, nigga, the bitch is gonna love you. <laughs> the streets, niggas is going, you, you know what I mean? Every, everything that we love in this shit, you got that shit. You just right. gotta lock in. And I took it from him. And when he died, I really, really, really locked in. Like, yeah, you know it, what I'm saying? Like, in, in honor took, of him. Yeah, I took it serious, serious. At, at that time, who was like a big influence on you rapping? Like, who did you look at and you was like, yo, he's cold? Like, yo, he's dope. Like, I could bang with that. At that time? Yeah. D block. That's mm. all I was really on. That's I mean, it. I was listening to a lot of other shit, but at that particular time in my life, Styles P, Jadakiss. <laughs> you know, I'm a Jadakiss fan. I'm a Jadakiss fan. Sheik Luch. I was I was on D block. Like That's it. all they mixtapes and shit like that. Like, cause it just was. Um, I could I could relate to that shit directly with mm -hmm. just how life was well, for me. Was. I just got locked up. Just got out. Came back to the hood. I'm trying to make this rap shit work. We trapping. We trying to scrape money together to get in the studio to do this. Facts. So they 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 shit was like a soundtrack to my my day to day. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like shit I was going through. So for for you and rapping was that shit just like repetition? Because you talked about before you you playing ball. I'm gonna get my thousand shots a day. Right. So when I get the rock, I'm comfortable shooting that shot. So right. for rapping for you was that just I'm a rap. As long as I can, every day, every, every day. hour, just as much as I can to get better at my craft. Mm -hmm. Was that your mindset? Yeah, kinda. Fifty percent that, and fifty percent um, still having to be in tune with what's going on outside. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what made my rap a little different because I'll be in the hood all day, seeing what's going on, dealing with different different people and shit like that. Then I go to the studio at night. So I got mad shit to talk about. Right. Just from sitting in the hood, niggas, this one got beef, this one just got an argument, this one got a, a scam, this one got a... <laughs> right, right. And I'm sitting there talking with all these different people, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. So by the time I get to the stool, I got mad ideas and mad... shit to talk about. Just shit in your head piling up. I got shit to up. talk about. On top of my shit that I already personally be going through, I can mix that with what the hood going through. So then when it come on, the hood can relate to it. When you curate music, right, and you, I actually watched an interview with you and Jadakiss. He said, you know, he sweeps. Now he he, was, he sweeps when he gets ideas to. Oh yeah. Yeah, like studio. when he's in the studio to like get ideas to curate his raps. Mm -hmm. Like for you, obviously everything you went through and I and um, you said, you know, your everyday life. Right. Where else did you draw inspiration? Inspiration to rap, like in your raps. Uh, I'm a I'm a big like. Uh, Fan of like Biggie, Tupac, shit like from the '90s, Snoop, 
Dre, like a lot of that, just that sound, Bad Boy, Death Row, all of that. Yep. So a lot of times I'll put some big on, smoke up before I even load up a beat or even think about what I'm gonna rap about. Like, I just zone out the biggie or I zone out the pop. Big more for the, the just the lyrics and the storytelling, pop mm-hmm. for the energy. Facts. But I I zone out the one of them, and just to get in the and just to see what mode I'm in, and then yeah. you know what I mean. So you end up dropping mixtapes, bro, and you end up getting buzz, and you get picked up by Nas, which right. is historically one of the biggest co-signers. Dude, <laughs> like Nas is Nas, like come on, like that's super big. Talk to me about those thoughts and feelings, like coming from where you come from and your journey. Be like, bro, I just started rapping right. three, four years ago, and now my shit got on Nas's table. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He signed me. Talk about those thoughts and feelings when you put that, you know, pen to paper. Perfect situation. That shit was bugged out because I was like. I was still in the hood when it when it like when he coached when he said it like you know For what real? I mean yeah yeah he, he said it on um Angie Martinez show Power One Hundred Five or some shit like that damn but um he shouted me out on the radio I was still in I, like I stayed in the hood probably another year after that For real word but it was it was it was something I couldn't believe had happened it was some like uh. It humbled me and it kind of, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let me know that whatever pain I had put in up to that point with the music to be acknowledged by somebody of his stature was like... It's worth it. You know what I mean? Like, more than worth it. It was like, nigga, I'm, I done did what I needed to do. Like, right. you know what I'm, <laughs> I'm here now. I'm here now, Like, nigga. what is he talking I about? Did, I, I done did what I needed to do. But, nah, he, he um, I'm forever in debt to Nas. Nas changed my life. What are some things that, you know, you personally take away from that experience, you being around Nas? Like, what's some gems that, you know, maybe he not he may have not even told you personally, but you just picked up on that you take with you, that you learn from him, him being such, like, a mogul in the game? Like, you know, I feel like there's so many things to learn from. What are some things that you took away from being around him? Just the passion to, 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 to move forward, to, 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 to continuously progress and recreate yourself. and You know what I mean? Or just to... um. Hustle, man. Like Nas taught me how to how to don't stop no matter and, and how to like don't wear yourself too thin. But at the same time, you gotta be able to jump off in the other ventures, jump off in the other shit besides rap. Rap supposed to just get you in in the door, right? right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And if that's your real passion, you gonna always do that. Like I always go back in the studio and you know what I mean, put mm-hmm. something together, something I'm going through, but. As far as me acting and the store, all this type of shit, that came from from Nas, like you know what I'm saying. And so he taught you how to having conversations with him, and Nipsey as well. God bless his soul. Right. But Nas for sure, hundred percent. As far as just you know, instead of thinking of myself as a rapper, think of myself as a brand. Yeah. And I mean, he gave me that. He gave me that game. Like you bigger than just Dave East, the rapper. You know what I mean? There's so many other things you could you could do with this shit. So. I, I definitely keep that in the back of my mind with a lot of my different business moves, endorsements, uh, collaborations, all that type of shit. I keep, you know, I hear his voice when I'm making different decisions. Yeah, man, that's important because like nowadays, it's like people be focused on just one, one thing. One like ponies, you almost gotta see yourself as like a like a tree, and you got a lot of different branches type of shit. And with rappers, so many rappers now, so it's like, yeah, facts. Even if Damn. you got your fan base, cool, but it's like. You gotta get off into something else. What's gonna you separate I mean? you from everyone else? Yeah, you gotta get off into something else. Shit, he was teaching you how to be a boss, man. That's that sounds like being a boss, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, boss that's important. Moves. Like to have that in your life, like somebody who's like, 
Yeah, your mentor is is one of the most important decisions in your life. Facts. Like who's gonna oversee you type of thing. Facts. Um, your new album, Fortune Favors the Bull. Yes. Right? Fire. Fire. Like Fire. That, the thing Y'all about with it. Of course. The thing oh, about the way is. That Fire. album is you like me looking like I'm in mad pain in this interview. <laughs> Braiding my brain. <laughs> the braids is tight, tight. though. They they tight though. Um, the thing about first of all the name like that's something that we always talk about because. Like you can't get anywhere in life without being bold, right? Like you can't you can't hold your tongue, you can't be afraid, you can't be scared. But also like the records on there, like this is a new Davies, like a different version, you know? Like you right. got G Easy on there, West Coast dude, like you got Ty Dolla Sign who's been on some of your stuff before. Coyle Ray, who's yeah. who's I mean, she's just fire, like I her vibe, her yeah, swag, everything, like right. you that 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 uh, Dave East is, is a different Dave East. Can you talk about like you kind of expanding and, and being a little different on this album? It's the same me. I just feel like I uh, I kind of was putting myself mentally in a box for a while, just saying I don't make certain type of shit and I only make this type of shit. Yeah. And I think this 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 go around, I, I kind of uh, let all them guards down and, and, and wanted to have a little more fun. So I think that's what the Tiger record, the G-Eazy record, all, all them type of songs is like, shit, I could have been making that type of music, but I just had a little more fun this time. You know what I'm saying? Do you yeah. think that's... I wasn't in such a dark spit. A lot of my projects, somebody had just died or yeah. I just left a funeral. Or like, a lot of shit was like... With, in, in, the, in the making of this, I had a few homies, you know what I mean? Shit, they, they, they passed, unfortunately, but by the time I was about to release it and all of that and I had the records together, it just felt more... Uh, it wasn't in such. A, it wasn't dark, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like I your mindset. That, I, yeah, I think that was the difference. I wasn't really in a dark space. Clear space. Do you think that's the difference between, you know, your last project, I heard you talk about, I ain't want no features, because I wanted to determine, yo, who fucked with my music Book of me. David, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Book of David, and you said, I ain't want no features. Right. So, do you think that's the biggest difference from, you know, this album, you said you're in a clear mind state. Last album, you said, I want the true fans to just hear me rap. Right. You know, the production, like, no, not tuning in to listen to my feature, right. but tuning in to listen to me. You yeah. think that's the biggest difference? Um, it's one of them. And that was like, you know, Buddha, Buddha and Grands and my cuz, that's like my day one in house production team. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time we ever did a project that they produced the whole tape. The you whole know thing. what I'm saying? Right. And I felt like it was dope to do it at that point because I already had my name. I done did the acting shit, I done <clears> did some shit. So, to be able to spin back maybe six, seven years later and lock in with my 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 day one producers, that's really why I didn't want no no um no features on there. That's fine. I just wanted just me and them. You rarely even see rappers nowadays do that. I feel yeah. like nowadays everyone wants a everyone wants features from the biggest, you know, because it, it sells. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Only I per- did that out the gate, like mm-hmm. coming out first album, like Jeezy, yeah. I had everybody, it's Chris Brown, all that, like, and it's dope. It definitely. Uh, expands your fan base but i've been in this shit a little while now and i feel like a lot of times people be wanting to hear me facts yeah, no, so facts. you know what i mean once i really figured that out now if the record if it makes sense i'm not against it but like i feel like i've worked with a lot of different artists already that have helped just my fan base like you know what i mean so a lot of times i just be wanting to just do me yeah for you personally when in your career do you determine to step away from being the biggest, like getting a big feature, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like, like you said, new artists coming into the game, they want those big features, but mm-hmm. you know, you stepped away and now you're doing albums without any features. When right. do you realize you're at a point in your career where it's just like me? 
when you start selling shit out and ain't nobody and it's just you, it's just you. ain't nobody else on the bill ain't no ain't no uh no ain't no help like, right. you know what i mean it's like once i started selling shit out in new york urban plaza and all them type i mean like different venues playstation theater and all of that let me know, like, damn, I'm doing this shit by myself. Like, You're doing this shit for of real. Of course, my team, but as far as the music go, like, I'm generating them ticket sales. Like, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So once I seen that, it was like, all right, I got my own fan base that ain't based on who I work with. Right. Of course, that uh, that that plays into the, the my catalog, but it's not just based on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't have to pop out with Chris Brown to sell out. I don't have to pop out with certain people for, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So once I started seeing that, it was like, oh, all right, I could do this shit. I can mix it up. I could do me. I can, oh, I got the relationships with these artists. Facts. Where I could always work with them. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's beautiful. That's a lit feeling. Lit. <laughs> I always wonder, like, as an artist, when you on stage and there's thousands and thousands of people, like, singing lyrics that you thought of when you was just chilling in the crib like how does that feel because like i see it like you know online like on tiktok and shit when motherfuckers right. is just they just go like this with the mic mm -hmm. and it's like damn bro like all these people is singing right rapping shit that i just thought of like how does what is that feeling like because i be getting chills watching this shit right. so i can Facts. only imagine what like you be like when it's on stage and the adrenaline's rushing like that nah, shit gotta that's be crazy that's nah, amazing bro it's uh it's amazing you know what I mean? I don't even know how else to explain that shit. Like, but, and I, with me, it'd be like, I know, I mean, a lot of them maybe, maybe can relate to this shit I'm talking about, but I know I'm talking about something direct in my own life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for, for somebody to rap that back to me or know that shit word for word, it, it says a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, let, it just makes me want to do it more and more and more and, 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 and stay on my craft and, just just really master what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like become the best I could be at this shit. Right. Is that what keeps you hungry? Yeah. Hundred percent. Just knowing that it, it it's reaching places that I never even thought I would travel to. Mm -hmm. And then when I travel there, they know this shit word for word or they got me tattooed on their body or you know what I mean? I'm a million miles away from shit I know. That's gotta be a you know fucking mean? Shit. Be a great They can't thing. even speak the language, but they can say my words mm -hmm. out the song. But when it comes to just having convo, they speak their language. So to see shit like that was like, oh, this is crazy. Right. right. You know what I mean? Um, talk about Nipsey's impact on you. Like, you talked about how he was kind of the catalyst for starting this. Like, you have lyrics, like, he had you out on Slauson. Like, you asked him how to start a clothing line, stuff like that. So right. talk about how big of, you know, impact he had on you and how you operate and how you carry yourself and that, whole, like, you as a person. Right. Um... That was the homie, bro. I just, I feel like, uh, and it usually play out that way. Like, I feel like a, everybody got on it more once he passed. Yeah, you know for saying? sure. But when he was here and he was, and then I could contact him and call him and shit like that, he was giving the same game that you see on all these memes and shit now mm -hmm. of him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just his whole, his day-to-day regimen and just shit he was into, like, you know what I mean? Would, would make me want to just tighten my own shit up, like, right. on this coast. Like, he had the West Coast, I'm over here. So it was like, he just was, like, really laying the blueprint for the for, for my type of niggas, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? No, While he was real. here, he was laying the blueprint. He I, he was the first nigga I seen with that Maybach. I, I went and got a Maybach. Mm -hmm. You know, he had the old money in, um, 
floor mats, the logos on the in the, in the on, on the floor in the band. I'm like, this nigga be killing me. <laughs> I need that though. I need I it. I need you that. Though. Then we then we go ride and he was like, come on, we go to the store. I pull up, that's his store. Right. You know what I'm saying? He got his brother in there working. Fats, God bless Fat Soul, Fats in there working. Yeah. Come back another year later, two years later, he owned the parking lot. The whole lot. It's fire. Not just the shop, he owned the lot. So just watching him. Elevate. You know what I mean? Watching Hove co-sign him and, you know, buy them mixtapes, you know, just, you know, just watching shit. Cause he yeah. like, like I always tell people, Nip is like as, as close to like a regular nigga, you gonna really get in this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it was like a, like a genius. Like his mind was not regular. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the shit he thought about, but how he acted, how he carried himself. Regular homie, you feel yeah. me? Like he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't get into all that that star. You know, a lot of these motherfuckers act like bougie as shit. Like they you too know, the big f- for yeah, whatever. The fame, the yeah. fame, you know, the fame. I feel like if you already knew you was that nigga before fame, fame ain't gonna really do nothing to your mind. Facts. Mm-hmm. But if you was a nerd or if you was never, you never got no love. <laughs> Weirdo. He was getting wedgies. Lame and, ass nigga. <laughs> nuggies and shit. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. The girls never fucked with you, and then you get that fame. That be the niggas that act. Weird, like yeah. you know what I mean? But no, nah, Nip was Nip was a hundred, bro. I yeah. learned a lot from Nip. Yeah. The shit that I apply to my life right now, every day. Like, right. you know what I mean? You know, one thing I really respect about Nip and respect about you is like you bring your people with you. You know what right. I'm saying? Like all the people that you rock with is all the people who've been with you type of thing. And I think that's that's so important because a lot of people in your position, like, they kinda go, you know, in other directions. Like even you said Oh, I don't. I rather rock my man shit before I rock some designer shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I rather rock some shit from the hood before right. I go rock, you know, whoever shit. Like I think that's so. Even our uh, creative director Belchez, like you was rocking his shorts the other day, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, that's dope. Like you ain't switching up on nobody. You, Dave, uh, the same one that everybody know. You gotta, you gotta support where you come from first of all, and on top of that, it's like you know what I mean. Like the same way I got support with rap. Mm-hmm. How you expect something to to pop off or or somebody to take this shit where they're trying to take it? If you in a position with a platform with influence and you don't want to do it or you don't want to, you don't feel like you could you could help them out. Uh, that never been me. Yeah, I ain't, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm old nothing. I don't owe you nothing. Like, but if I could help something you got going on, it don't take nothing from me. Damn, shit, we need you know more I mean? people like that because now a lot of people even their process is like me, 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 yeah, selfish as fuck. Like you got an opportunity to help and, somebody, and if it's hot, yeah, like okay, why yeah. not? Why not promote no, this facts. shit? I ain't talking about pump, pumping no whack shit, but if the shit <laughs> yeah. is if the shit hot, you know what I mean? Nah. And, and I and I heard you talk about before um, about your relationship with Nipsey and um, and how close you guys were. Like, how do you feel about like the fact that guys like that are more appreciated? Once they're gone, instead of mm-hmm. while they're here. While they're here, he was saying the same shit. But once he passed away, it's like, oh my Everything. god, it's the best thing since sliced bread. He's like, nah, bro, been on that right. the whole time. Like, how do you feel when situations like that occur and you see the way this generation handles things like that? Videos resurfacing it's, it's now. The, yeah. It's the internet, bro. Yeah. It's the internet. If it wasn't no internet, you wouldn't be seeing all that. So you wouldn't even. I, I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, it's like it's good and bad. Because, like I said, a lot of people don't get that same energy while they're here. Mm-hmm. And they wait for for you to go, and then it's like, yo, he was the illest ever. Like, right? He was saying the exact. All the footage you watching of him is him saying that shit while he was here. While he right. was here, that ain't no AI generated shit or no like that's shit that he was saying. 
Nobody but niggas wasn't paying that shit no mind then, yeah. or really wasn't realizing his mindset, or like just the shit he was he was coming to the game with. All that fuck the middleman, all that, that like everything he was saying for years, all in his music. Once you become an artist and you get in this shit, and you and you get around the industry and you get around the labels, it's like damn, this nigga was making sense, bro. Like everything he was saying. It's crazy. You know what I mean? From his perspective, like, but it made mad sense. Yeah, Facts. I think I think it was so important to have dudes like him, like on camera because he was yeah. saying some real shit. Even like dudes like you, like when we t- like I said at the start, like you a real person, like you real right. generally, like, you could feel that. But nowadays it's so much like bullshit. Like it's people on podcasts saying crazy Any, shit on the internet. So that's why I'm like, you know dude, what it is, bro. Not to cut you off, no, I feel like bro. I feel like people have like a, uh, you know how you like. I feel like with with fame is always that. That person in the back, like, don't say that. Or don't, right. be, or don't be that way. Sit mm-hmm. up, straighten your shoulders up, smile. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing all that to have a conversation with nobody. Like, right. you feel me? Like, you're going to get the convo. I'm going to get my head braided. Like, you're going to get the convo. I get the, how, you, how you get it. Yeah. But I feel like the uh, same way I'm in an interview or in the studio, I'm the same way, bro. Like, and he was like that. I never mm-hmm. seen him with a different. Uh, like moving different or acting, like, you know what I mean? He was solid. And, yeah, all, and, you get, and I feel like what r- really measures that is how long you see people be around somebody. Right. Yeah. So if you go back to my first videos when I had a haircut and all that type of, you see the same niggas with me mm-hmm. right now. Like, and it was the same with Cuz, like, the niggas that he came up in it with, they was around him to the to the end. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like that, that, that speaks volumes on somebody's character. Damn. When you could go get all that money, you could go get all that fame, but keep your same homies with you that when y'all was broke, you know what I'm saying? Or y'all was splitting sandwiches and shit. Facts. Starving together. Keep them niggas around you. But I feel like that's what keeps you you grounded. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Those same people that you came up with just trying to keep the same circle, like you said, because that success changes a lot of fucking people, man. Because you know what it is? Niggas hire, niggas niggas are higher or have niggas around them that's fans. Mm -hmm. Right. Can't do that. Because then if you got a bunch of fans around you, you're never wrong. You'll never, you'll never feel like you're wrong or nothing you say or nothing you wear is like, you know what I mean? I got niggas around me that be like, you take that shit off. We ain't doing that. Like, right. you know, we ain't wearing that. Like, so, but, but you got people that, you know, money makes niggas big bros. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's real shit. Yeah. I always say that nigga could be mad older than me. You heard? <laughs> 20 years older than me, 25 years, but I got more money, so I'm big bro. Crazy. And a nigga approach you like that. What up, big bro? Like, bro, I'm your big bro. Because you got money. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's tricky, bro. Just try to keep the niggas around you that that don't that 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 the game don't change. Cause the game will change your niggas quicker than it'll change you. Facts. You know what I'm saying? The niggas around you, if they ain't really solid or if they ain't really, if their intentions ain't pure, you know what I'm saying? If they're not really around you to to help you keep going and you know what I mean build what you trying to build as far as an empire if they really in it for they they own desires and shit like that it'll change them faster than it'll change you yeah you need people that's gonna keep it G with you know what I mean mm-hmm. you need niggas that's just you know they love you for you bro if you rapping mm-hmm. or not we gonna, yeah. do this, we gonna pop a bottle smoke something we gonna kick it the same way yeah but in the meantime with this fame let's run it up mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah real shit you need when, niggas like that around nah. when'd you, when you have to learn to not carry 30 people with you. You know what I'm saying? I heard you talk about that before and like, you know, the people that you surround yourself with, you said, bro, I, I travel light. There's the not cost, a lot of people that- The man, the cost, you know, this is the MC Hammer shit. You bring everybody with you, you know what I mean? And you come back and you looking at your shit like, damn. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it be on hotels and food, wow, stupid shit. shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Niggas fucking up hotel rooms and incidentals and all that. And when it's 15 rooms, it's tricky. So you know what I mean? And I'm knowing it's, it's coming out my pocket. Facts. But everybody enjoying themselves, fucking with the bitches, drinking food, weed, whatever. City to city, rock stars. Yeah. But I'm the only one to take that L when I get back when I get back home. Mm-hmm. And I look at my account like, oh, that's what that did. Can't right. do that no more. Y'all could come with me, but y'all gotta <laughs> y'all gotta hold <laughs> y'all y'all gotta there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I, or the niggas that I I will hold down, they're they're doing something. Mm-hmm. They got a camera. They got a, they waking me up in the morning. They trying to get me to go to the gym. They you know motherfuckers that's actually trying to make me a better a better artist and have me at my best on the road. Elevate. You just there to get drunk, get high, I mean, fuck with the bitches. You gotta slide. And I'm paying for you. You taking no space. Yeah, at that no, point, it don't it stop. <laughs> Reliability. Yeah, no shit. Then we all come back you. to the hood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You ain't spent, you ain't lost no money. I took that loss. <laughs> you talking about having people around you that Keep a G with you and hold you accountable. He was about to wear some ugly ass shirt today. Fuck I told nah, him. fuck out of here, gonna nigga. Have to like, he had to give me right, said, put yeah, my shit on, sleeveless. You got that right. cute with the sleeveless. Come on, stop playing with me. Bro. Shit shit before, stop, stop playing it. with me. The shit you was wearing before wasn't it. You got yeah, that I'm keeping shit the G on. with you. Nah, it wasn't it. It wasn't it. Nah, it wasn't it. We're going to talk about it. My man, he's got me right. He got you right. That shit's sweet. So, man, tell me about the transition into acting. Because, you know, that's just two different lanes. Um, and maybe not a lot of people have saw that, but, you know, you got a big role in the Wu-Tang series right. uh, on Hulu, which is fire, by the way. Congratulations on that, bro, first of all. Um, Thank but you, Just bro. talk about that transition and um, why. Uh, shit, I'm the type of nigga like, man, tomorrow ain't promised. Right. So if, if the right opportunity presents itself to me, for some iconic shit, some shit I've been, you know what I mean? From a little kid, nigga watch movies and shit like that. So I always was like, damn, I want to do that. But I just never knew how or how to get into that world. I ain't got no uncles or nothing. That's no directors or no shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I ain't really know how to get into that world. But like I was saying earlier, the rap shit opened so many doors facts, mm-hmm. to motherfuckers just seeing you. Right. You know what I mean? And hearing your voice and just, you know what I mean? Just seeing you. And social media, I feel like that shit play a, play a role in, in today's game, a, a big role, because niggas could go really in, and check out your, how you are mm-hmm. based on how you post. I'm gonna get that post regular shit. Mm-hmm. I don't got like nobody running my, you know right, what I mean? Like yeah, without yeah. post and shit. So you really get a chance to kind of come into my life, see my kids, see where I'm at, where, you know what I mean? Shit like that. So I think uh, the transition from rap to that wasn't that hard, especially with the, the role I had, the two roles I had. So the, the, the Beats film, that was the first movie I did. With Anthony Anderson. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what the dude with it's the... It's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, with yep. the, the death dude, with right? The, yeah, that yeah, made yeah. the beats. That made the beats, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the PTSD in Chicago and shit like that. That was the first film I did. That was fire just because I was working with a legend. Yeah. Two legends, actually. Chris Robinson, yep. he, he's the one that put it together. That's the one that got me the role. And then mm-hmm. Anthony Anderson to be on set with him. He done been in everything. Life, all yeah, kind yeah, of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So a lot of my favorite shits he was in. So to be able to kick it with him and for him to let me know, like, you got a future in this and you're doing your thing, and that was my first film. That's fire. That's that's different. You know what I mean? So that was dope. And then from that, it went from that to the Wu-Tang thing. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm on set with RZA. RZA's, you know, you know what he do. Mm -hmm. He's an American gangster. He done worked with Denzel, everybody. So it's just like, it was like the same shit with the rap. Once I started getting co-signs from Nas and... Raekwon and Styles and like the legends in this shit, it made me just that much more confident with rap. 
So once I got on the set and and those type of people that's in that in that world was, you know what I mean? Big shout out to Bokeem Woodbine, um, Ashton Sanders, like just just people that I was working with that really do that acting shit. Like mm -hmm. that's they they you know what I mean? They like, yeah. I was like the yeah. only rapper on set that really rap. <laughs> it's a different life. It was Joey life. Badass was early, life. early, I think yeah. season one or two, and then he went to power. He doing his power, thing too. Yeah. He's, he's, nah, super he's super snapping, killer. That's bro. my brother. Snapping. He on the Canaan joint. Yeah, yeah he, he killing. Don't worry, they, you keep acting like this, they ain't gonna know you as Dave yeah. East no more. I was, I was the only rapper on the set, so that was like, <laughs> I had to like, damn, yo, I gotta tighten up, cause I ain't wanna, I ain't want them looking at me like the only rapper. I wanted to be looked at as an actor. actor. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I ain't wanna be looked at as the rap nigga, like, you yeah. know what I mean? So, when you, that was a dope experience. Oh, my bad, I cut you off. When did you, um, like, how did it feel to realize that people that didn't know your music knew you for acting? Like, you walk around and yeah. be like, damn, that's, Aren't you from Wu Tang? That shit is fire. You know, it's, that's gotta be a great feeling. Like, that shit not even for your ass. Happened in the airport all the time. Really? Mm hmm. And I love it because it's almost like I'm two people. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, damn, they don't even know I rap. Right. They don't, and I done put in pain with rap. Like, right. mad right. tapes out, it's all kinds of shit. Demographic. That is a demographic. But, they, other, but yeah. they into what they into. So if you know me for that, you know me for that. Yeah. And if you get into me more and you really start doing your homework on me or your research on your researches, like with Lil Reese be saying, I got I got research that. Mm -hmm. If you do your research on me and you realize I I got a fucking almost ten years worth of music, <laughs> it's dope. I feel like it it comes as a surprise to people that might only know me for being Method Man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Say that's just funny as hell because like I was talking to some kids who watch Power, mm -hmm. and they was like, Oh, that's that's Davis McLean. They ain't know like. That's, that's Method, Method Man. Man. Like, like, oh, that's Monet. I'm like, nah, that's, that's Mary, Mary J. J. Like, that's, the, that's the era though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The meth and Mary we knew, right? You know what I mean, like, like I, but like I said, I said it earlier with, with, with the game I got from Nas. It's all about recreating yourself, bro. Mm -hmm. To watch meth be damn near, you know what I'm saying, fifty years old and be the fucking picture of health. You know what I'm saying, nigga in the gym, man. He look, he look, he look marvelous, like right. normal. Mm -hmm. The nigga look good, like you know what I'm saying, like, mm -hmm. and he's a bona fide actor now. Yeah, for like, real. Like, like, full like, fledged. Like, full fledged, yeah. Like, he's not playing the, the, the act love role. Or like, he's a lawyer. He's yeah. playing roles that ain't no easy roles. Like, shit that you got to go kind of get coached on. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to go sit and have private sessions and shit like that to even be able to capture, you know what I'm saying? Or make yeah. it believable. He'll make you forget he meth. Facts. You know what I mean? So, real shit. That be killing that. Was me, me watching that, it just, it gives me... Uh, just more, you know, hope for the future and shit like that. Like, because I watched them have a beautiful music career right. for damn near 30 years, all my life. Like, you know what I mean? Meth still, Meth on my last album. Meth still a burn the average rapper. Yeah. Smoking. He still the, got skills. The newer rapper, yeah, still, still pack a new, whoever. <laughs> <He> still, <laughs> Meth still get all the way busy, like, you feel me? But on the flip side of that shit, you, 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 you get to watch them on TV every mm -hmm. week and shit right. like that and different films and shit. So I think, like I said, instead of just being a, a, a name, you become a brand. Right. Right. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a brand. You know I have mean? one quick question for you. So you have, you prepare, you know, for your raps, and um, people have, like, a certain way they do before before they rap or get on a beat or create an album. What's right. your preparation for when you act and getting in the role, getting into a character? And I know, like, actors have a certain way they get into character. So right. for you, how is that different? You have to create a whole new... You know, structure for you to get into character. Like, how I don't is that talk for you? to nobody. Really? Yeah. Keep chilling to yourself. I don't talk to nobody. I get in my own zone. Like, for, really, for the meth roll, it was like, uh, I go on my trailer, 
uh, somebody me a little uh-uh. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, can't be meth and not be. I mean, can't right, play right, meth, right. man. You got to play the And not, and not, and not had no method. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? I had to have some method. But I'd do that early morning, get in there, boom, boom. And I would fucking go on YouTube and just watch Method Man interviews. Then I would watch interviews for an hour, then I would watch Method Man performances for another hour, and I would just do that for hours, yeah. bro. Just to get down his, you know what I mean? Because like with rap, rap made it easy to remember lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to me coming in that shit as a rapper is like, all right, I read this script, these are my lines, boom, 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 boom. I say this after he say that, I put that shit together like that. Like easy. I don't have to look at the script no more. Two, three times we go we we go through it, I got it. But to sell the the Method Man shit, I had to really watch his mannerisms and how he used to answer shit in interviews and his performances and shit like that. So shit I had to, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I studied that part of it. And then everything else was easy. Like once I kinda got down how he moved and all that down, I was like, I got it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause the songs, all the verses and shit I had to rap, I already knew you these already songs. Knew this shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew all that. So no, I'm proud of you, bro, man. I'm nah, proud of you for real. Thank you, bro. You seem happy doing it. So as long as you happy and you passionate nah, about dope. it, bro, keep doing it. Like I said that. it, like it, it expanded the brand, bro. Yeah. I get ran down on A by all type of old white ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Mad Asians. You know, right. like Wu Tang is big it's with the big, Asians. Yeah. Yes, it is. So a lot of them run down and, and they don't know Davies. Yeah. They know Method Man. No, like, Method Man. Or, yeah. or Shotgun. Yeah. They call me <laughs> man. They call me Shotgun. So I'm like, you know what? That's fine. That's dope though. No, for That's real. fire. Damn, that was a good question, motherfucker. I ain't know you thought of that. Come on, bro. That wasn't I'm on the script, in, nigga. I'm okay, tapped in, nigga. Okay. Stop playing with me. <laughs> nah, um, but you just dropped the album, right? right. And you got a weed strand. You got this, the clothing store. You an actor. Like, you doing all the different things. Like, you talked about, like, Nas gave you some game on. What can we expect from Dave East in the future? Like More, man. Just more, more bro. And nothing I'm doing right now besides rapping. Okay was playing right or did you see me doing or or was already signed like the actor and the store this shit came just with you know with time yeah so with, when people ask me what, what what can we expect more it's fine i ain't stop i ain't stopping no time soon um i just feel i'm maturing like you know what i mean my daughter's getting older so a lot of ways i look at shit changing but besides that just more bro i'm gonna open up a 10 stores like right. you know what I'm saying I want to get into all type of different shit real estate shit like that like shit ain't got nothing to do with music and acting and shit just grow on top of me doing the music and acting I want to just tap in the you know what I mean yeah like, some more growing. shit I learned from Nas like you know what I mean it feel good when a nigga got 15 different incomes coming in in a month mm -hmm. that's that's, that's when you really doing it you know what I mean to me that's wealth yeah. you ain't just waiting on one check Oh, you ain't just banking on one thing. Like, you got 15 different incomes coming in. Yeah. You making money in your sleep. You know what I'm saying? You putting your niggas on. Yep. You letting them run three, four of your businesses. Shit like that. I'm, I'm thinking there. I'll be I'm, I'll be 40 in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, I'm right. 35. So in a minute, it's going to have to... It can't be the 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 the, the, the same Davies everybody been used to. It's, it's about growth and, like you were saying earlier, you know, bossing up and just, you know... Fact. Taking it to a level I never thought it could even get to, cause it's at a level now. Now I didn't think it would get to. Yeah. So it's about just progressing, taking it further. So for you, when you step into those new facets of life, are you one of those people that you know you just do it, or you have certain goals when you step into those new arenas? So when you act, are you like, yo, I want to win an Oscar? 
You know what I'm saying? Or you just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna try it and right. I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna do it. Or I'm gonna uh, own the business. No, nah, I wanna, I wanna, shit, I wanna win everything I can win with whatever I do. Facts. Right. If they had a fucking store award, I want that shit. Like, right. <laughs> but nah, I don't, I don't get into nothing to just, just to do it. I feel like I'm wasting my time. Like if I'm gonna do that shit, I'm gonna try to be elite, be the illest with it, or at least be a nigga that's remembered for like that spoke about in the list of niggas that they talk about that did that shit. Right. So when they mention them rappers that jumped into the acting world, my name got supposed to pop up. And that's only going really get secured by me continuing to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to give you your flowers, bro, because you manifesting everything in life that you were talking about before, bro. Right, Just bro. the fact Thank that you, we bro. even here, you manifested this. <laughs> crazy, from a conversation bro. from Nip. This you know? shit is fire. That's a fact, B. From lyrics. No, nah, from, bro, for real. So Marathon continues. Take back, bro. Five. You should give yourself a pat on the back, bro, because you're doing it. Thank you, King. You know? And you... And you black, so bro, it, it matters, bro. People yeah. we need more people like that. Real motherfuckers. That's what we need. And for real. So if you, this is one of our staple questions that we always like to ask our guests on our show, mm -hmm. um, and you can take your time answering it. If you had to describe your life in one word or phrase up until this point in your life, what would you say? But you can't say adversity because that's a cop out. You can't use resilience neither because the dude, last dude used it. My life. Yep. Yeah. One word or phrase to describe your life in one uh, word or phrase. Survival. Damn. And why? Like my album, Survival. It should be nothing but survival since I left my mother crib. 16, 17. 35 now. Just surviving like different elements, different obstacles. Survival. Totally. Nigga, Period. I don't come from no rich family. I don't come from no, I ain't had no no pension or nobody left me no money nowhere or nothing like that. Like I've been I had to go get it. Making it happen. You know what I mean? I had to get to it. Facts. From a from a, a a teenager till now. That's why I so I'm so comfortable now. Like you know what I'm saying. As far as me knowing my kids ain't gonna have to go through none of that shit. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's a great feeling. You know what I mean. I went through some shit. Uh, um, shit that shit that I know my moms and them didn't want me to go through, but that's right. how life played out. Yeah. No, Luckily, I was able to take that shit, and it made me a iller nigga. Like you know what I'm saying. Word. Illis. No, that's a great Word. answer. That's a great answer. For real. Um, the last stable question that we always ask, um, this show's called Second Win, right? And we want people, if they ain't take nothing away from all the gems you drop, to take something away from this question and this answer. So if you had to give advice to anybody watching, going through whatever the fuck they're going through, or trying to be the next Dave East, what advice would you give them? Can't be the next Davies, cause it ain't no next Tupac, it ain't no next, it ain't no next Jay, it ain't no next. You gotta be the best version of you. You know what I'm saying? And 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 take advice, and and watch niggas' lives, bro. Like I feel like anything can happen, but it been enough people before us in every lane of life, whether it's sports, music, streets, whatever it is that then kind of shows you what to do and what not to do, like how to move and how not to move. Yeah. So I'm a people watching type of nigga. I, I learn from the niggas mistakes or not mistakes before me. Like if some, I watch something work for somebody, I might try that shit too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But as far as advice, bro, you gotta, you gotta find something that you love. Don't do it cause it's trendy. Don't do it cause you feel like niggas is getting money in it or you know what I'm saying? Because it ain't gonna last, and it ain't going If it ain't no passion behind it, it ain't gonna work. You, you wonder why you see a nigga like Meek Mill, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now Meek is the voice for all the young niggas, 
from probably 40 years old and down. 30, 30, my age and down, me got it. Right. You feel me? The voice of the, of the, of the he inspires coming from nothing and, 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 and then to going to being on jets and shit like that. Feel me? But me got a passion that niggas don't got. Yeah. And he been showing it forever. You've been watching Meek since the Dirty Braids. Crack crown, Meek Millie. You feel me? All in the camera. Yep. Headshot yeah. days and all that. He had a he had a passion, bro. So you got you can't watch Meek now on Instagram and how he living and let that inspire you. You gotta go back and watch how he got the way he at. Yeah. You know what I mean? And why why he so comfortable doing what he do. He been doing it forever. Right. It looked cool now, and it looked like, damn, that's because you see the internet and all that. But I remember DVD, the DVD era, Meek was doing the same shit, bro. Grinding. 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 So the payoff is is, is about the grind. That, that's my best advice. Niggas want to get paid off before the grind. The grind got to come first. They got to come first. And the grind don't even guarantee no payoff. Right. You just hoping and praying while you grinding that this is going to pay off. And yeah. then if it do pay off, what you you mean you gotta know what to do with it? Because mm -hmm. as quick as it come, it'll go. You feel me? Like yeah, nah, that's, that's real facts. shit. And that's facts. It'll go. They, they, you know, nobody want. You know, we all got pride. We all got a little ego. So don't nobody want to be rich one summer, come back the, the next summer, pop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you back around the same motherfuckers. You didn't have to turn that car in, turn that jewelry in. Yeah. So nobody want to do that. You rather? I mean, you, you go disappear. Mm hmm Before you come be in niggas' faces again. So that shit is about you, bro. You can't look at the next man and be like, nah, I got to do it like that. No, you don't know what that man going through. You don't know what that man had to sacrifice to even be doing what he doing. Yeah. Everybody got a different story. But people always you know see I mean? the, people always see the finished product. You know what I'm saying? Instead yeah, of yeah. focusing on the process that got that person to the top of the mountain. And social That's... media fucked it up even more because now you can see it as soon yep. as you wake up in the morning. It's the worst, yeah. Before you brush your teeth, you sitting on the toilet. Facts. You feel me? You taking your morning shit and you looking at a nigga that just bought a brand new Phantom, a brand new, he got 10 new watches, he just bought his whole crew new chains. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's That's going to either motivate you or or bring the real hater up out you. Facts. It's one or the other. And most people I'm the type hate. of nigga that shit motivate me. <laughs> For real. Shit. When I see shit like that, like, damn, I got to do that with me and my guys. I ain't yep. sitting back hating on a nigga. We all got 24 hours, bro. Damn. The same 24 hours. Just matters what you Unless gonna do. Unless you in jail. That's the only niggas that, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's a little different for them. They 24 a little different. When you out here with your freedom, the, the 10 seconds you waste hating on a nigga could have been a 10 second conversation about some money to, ah, help, to, help, to help you out and your family and shit like that. That was the realest fucking no, answer, answer we ever had on this show. That shit was bro. real as fuck. Nah, um, nah, Dave, we want to tell you we appreciate you getting real, on here, man. bro. Like, nah, anytime. Thank y'all for having me, for bro. Real, bro. Course, I don't bro. get on everybody's podcast, but y'all y'all solid. That's so, nah, bro, we you, appreciate man. it. Right, you man. one of the people, the first couple of people when we was talking about this shit, we was like, we, we got to get, get him on here. We heard you talk real as shit, bro. So we appreciate you like, you know, getting on here, giving people some motivation, some wisdom, and giving them an insight on your life. Giving you flowers, bro. For real, you doing your thing, man, for real. Pushing for the culture, bro. Real shit. Uh, second. So we could do, baby. Second win. Third game. We here. <laughs> yes, second win, family. Go ahead and like, comment, subscribe. subscribe. Comment, we'll tell, tell your auntie, auntie. We'll tell your mama. Go fucking cat. Fish. Your great auntie. Whoever the fuck you need to tell. Second subscribe, win, family. Man. We out, gang.